Hi everybody, welcome back. John Bishop here with John Bishop Fine Art and you're listening to Art Life the Podcast. I'm glad you're back. Let's see, got a lot to share today. Um, I am right in the middle of putting together a big show and that is so huge. It's a solo show and I'm so lucky that I get the opportunity to do this where we keep our studios at Silver Street Studios, part of Sawyer Yards in Houston. And uh, I have the opportunity for a month-long solo show. Um, Only comes up kind of round robin. It was my turn. And so I have this great opportunity, and I said, you know what? If I'm going to do a show, I'm going to do new work because my collectors come all the time, and they've seen the stuff that I have. They need to see something new. So I'm doing all new work, which is about 20 pieces, 22 pieces to fill the room. And um, so I've been working on that for ages, weeks and weeks and weeks. But of course, we took off a month to go to Romania. And so I wasn't really able to dive into the actual painting until we got back a month ago. And so I have been working pretty feverishly to not only come up with ideas, but to execute them. Because what I'm trying to do is, is to paint something new. And, of course, that means there's going to be some trial and error. I'm going to go down some wrong avenues. And sure enough, I have. Um, but the whole idea of the show is to create uh, kind of a, a study, um, an appreciation for the earth, for earth, for dirt, for rock, for stone, for those colors of, of browns and beiges and, um, you know, even some greens and reds and, and rusts and, and all those lovely earth tone colors that I think I grew up with in the 70s. But the problem is how to make them interesting. Uh, right now I've got, uh, I've got a set of mountain pictures, which I, I don't usually do landscapes, but I thought these were quite interesting. Uh, they're, they're, they're abstract, uh, but they don't really go into much shading, and, and it's, it's really about form and texture, uh, and then kind of give the idea of a mountain range. Then I have some, uh, I guess, four 30 by 40 inch pieces, bigger pieces, that are actually, um, they're, they're more about creation. They're, they're tumultuous. They're, they're, um, they're storms. They're, they're earthquakes. They're volcano. They're just that kind of energy that, uh, with the same color palettes of, of those earth tones. Uh, I also have four pieces on paper that are very highly textured, and they're gritty and sandy and, and dirty in that sense, uh, which I think are, look really good. And Bogdan has uh, been able to find some, some beautiful gold frames to go with them. So I'm thinking those are going to look really good. Um, and those are actually done. <laughs> and then there's the, uh, and then lastly, I have eight 16 by 20s, which were my biggest sellers during the Panca Marga. So they're smaller. Not everybody has that much wall space, nor does everybody want to spend a bunch of money. Um, so they're kind of in the middle as far as price range. And those are the ones I'm least enamored with. They are beautiful 
They are, they are layered, they're strata of the earth. You can see texture, you can see that movement. But, you know, it's just a bunch of dirt at this point. <laughs> you get a whole wall full of paintings that look like dirt and you got a pile of dirt. So we'll see what I can do with those. I still have, you know, a week and a half. Uh, they're basically done. I'm thinking of adding some color to them, um, to add some light to them somehow because they're so flat and so, so earth-like. Uh, if I could capture some sort of spark to put into them, uh, that's where I'm stuck right now. So I'm going to play with those today. I'm going to try and mess one up and, uh, because I have eight of them. If I, if I have to cut that down to six, I'll do it. But... Um, yeah, it's, it's, an, it's an interesting process. And, and what I really wanted to kind of talk about today is that, that kind of crisis mode when you're getting ready for a solo show. You've got a, any big project. You've got so much to do. You have absolutely a limited amount of time to do it. And you have to be ready. It's not like I can't, I won't be ready. So I want to talk a little bit. There's, it's, a, it's a week and a half away. I stayed home yesterday. I'm staying home today. Uh, I think I could finish off the, uh, certainly the um, 30 by 40s today and then get those to Bogdan to do the photography because I don't even have photographs of these things. Luckily, I have them all titled, uh, which is sometimes uh, quite a difficult process for me. But I have titles for them all, but I need to get them finished into Bogdan for photographing. And... So, I mean, I, I look at all the steps that have to go into something like creating a solo show, and it's enormous. Um, not only do you have to score the space, which I was lucky enough to do, but then there are the graphics. There, there are setting up. How are you going to market this? There are invitations. You have, to, you have to somehow market it out. I put it out into community newsletters, uh, free newsletters that that have to do with the arts and, and stuff that have to do with tourism. People coming to Houston sometimes don't have anything to do. And then um, also into my newsletter. So I, I've done all of that. That's all out there. Thank goodness it's only a week and a half away. But I figure about a week before, I need to send personal invitations. So I'll resend emails to to my collectors, to the people who really need a personal invitation, that, that personal push so that they'll actually show up uh, for the event because there's a lot going on. Uh, so there's all of that has to happen and none of that has anything to do with creating art, right? That's all administrative kinds of things. Uh, but there's more than that. There's, there's then getting ready. As I mentioned, you have to have everything photographed and you have to have it all cataloged away so that you've got provenance. Uh, I use uh, Artwork Archive and I'll put all of that into Artwork Archive uh, once I get them photographed. And then I have to hang them, right? I have to get wire and I have to, uh, luckily most of mine won't be framed. I bought really thick canvases this time, inch and a half, uh, gallery wrapped frames uh, of, of canvases. Because I can't afford to frame it all. And one of the things we've noticed in the studio and, and in shows, you know, a lot of times if they don't have a frame, people can't see it and they won't buy it. Uh, if it has a frame, sometimes the frame will sell the piece. 
which is, <laughs> let's face it, that's kind of a, that's kind of a sad realization that sometimes it's the frame that draws them but it's true so we need to do that I need to get them wired ready for hanging I then have to do labels I have to uh, have some way of you know how are they going to be priced is it going to be on the labels is there going to be a price list then I have to think of the actual experience of the people coming in so I'll need signage uh, I need to somehow move them from the doors to the display area to the gallery area and then there has to be some catering right they I'm, I'm going from six to eight and it, that's prime dinner time and if I'm going to keep people from just stopping by on the way to dinner I got to feed them or they'll go all hypoglycemic on me uh, so there has to be uh, there has to be wine uh, I usually put water and tea for people who don't drink then there's the catering. Now before every other show we've done, and I think this is, a, is, is something that's very important, we always spend the money for catering. We hire someone, and it can be $2,000 for a three-hour show, but it makes a difference. People remember it. People come back. I'm not going to do it this time. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm very nervous about that because obviously I want the food to be good, but I don't have that kind of budget. We're working, you know, we've been away. We didn't make a lot of money in August because we were in Romania. Uh, we have done quite well since we've been back. But um, let's face it, I don't have the money. So I'm going to try and do the catering myself. I would not recommend it. I think that as the time gets closer, I need all of my attention to be on the people there and the experience that they're having. And I'm going to be somewhat torn because I'm going to be doing some of the catering. So as much as I can do up a... And, and the food won't be as good, obviously, as, as fancy as something that a, a caterer can do. So I will probably regret that decision. But right now, I'm not doing frames and I'm not doing catering because I really need to make some profit from this, from this show. So fingers crossed. We'll see how it goes. And of course, I'll let you know as it goes. And then there's more um, at the event because it's not only what they're going to be eating and, and drinking, but there, there needs to be music. There needs to be somebody there doing photography, somebody capturing the evening because those photos uh, or video clips, whatever, will be really, really useful in social media and history and things like that. So uh, those are important things. And that's another thing I can't do myself. I can't take photos of my own event. There's just no, no kind of time. And apart from all of those things is the actual artwork. I still have to finish the paintings. So, yeah, the stress is pretty high right now. Um, the, uh, I've got to get them there. I've got to get them in. I've got to get them fed. I have to get them in a good mood and, and receive them well. And then I have to have a payment system, and I have to have, send thank you notes, uh, I have to do the cleanup. Uh, there's just, I'm getting overwhelmed. So one of the things that I think is really, really important is to, to give yourself a break. I don't know if you have the same experience that I have, but, you know, when it's really, really stressful like this, there is light on the other side. This will pass. I will be fine. 
uh, and, and I have to kind of keep my head about me to say, you know what, this is awful right now and I've been running full, full steam ahead, but it'll be okay. It really will be okay. And hopefully I'll sell a lot. If I don't sell a lot, it's not the end of the world. Uh, it may feel like the end of the world, but it won't be. Uh, give yourself enough of a break to say, you know what, this is difficult and this is a little scary and I'm going to be okay. This is going to work. Uh, so that's my bit of wisdom for the day. I hope it's, I hope it's actually good advice. Uh, I'll tell you after the show. So great, that's one thing that's been going on. Man, in the fall, now it's September now. Um, no, it's actually October, we just changed. And all kinds of shows. You know, it was really, really quiet over the summer, and now everybody is doing exhibitions, there's shows all over town. So there's a lot going on, and I feel bad because I'd like to attend them all, but like, there's two shows tomorrow night, and I may be home painting. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Um, I'm also getting more involved um, in kind of new things. Uh, one is not so new. Uh, I've been working with Stefan von Quick uh, out of uh, Berlin. He does a, uh, a group called Artists Stop Being Poor. And it's a group of, God, I think he's got like 400 people in his kind of online community. And he's offering some kind of a boot camp uh, where you take these guided courses. And I think that's interesting. I want to do something like that with the new nonprofit. So uh, I'm, I've signed up for those, and I'll be working through that course material with Stefan. Uh, Stefan is one of those people that uh, I, I truly admire. He's much younger than I am. But he has no fear. He just goes ahead. He does amazing stuff. He's, his real background is in marketing more so than, than art training. But uh, he does these amazing art, very pop art, very, very modern, very clean. He does tape art where he does with, I don't know if it's like painter's tape, but it's colored tape. And he does these amazing geometrical designs. And he gets paid. He goes all over Europe doing these, these uh, tape uh, installations, mostly for commercial uh, sites. Uh, businesses usually hire him for that. And so he's, he's going full steam ahead as well, and I just really admire him because nothing slows him down. If he doesn't do one thing, he turns, his, turns around and does something else. He had a TV show, a public access television show for a while, uh, and then now he's doing this online content. He had a magazine. He did some art um, curation uh, and his, his own work as well, his own shows. So he's really been a, a big help, a big inspiration, and he's the kind of, kind of person you want to follow. You know, keep an eye on Stefan because he's going to do something, and he's probably going to do it well. Uh, so anyway, I'm working with him through that process, uh, through that set of, of, of training videos. And I've also started working with John Ross Palmer, who is a, a local artist. Uh, he's quite well known internationally as well. And John has a mentorship program. He has a nonprofit that he brings artists in for kind of a mentoring program that lasts a year. And in that year, 
He, he works with them one-on-one, -on -one, not on how to do their art, that's their business. He talks to them about the business of art, how to become a successful paid artist. And uh, so anyway, he go, this is, he's been doing that for about 10 years, I think. And so that program is still going on. But now he's looking at maybe expanding that to some video content, uh, some remote classes, some, some way for people to participate, because he can only take two, three people a year get selected for this mentorship program. But there are people all over who probably would be interested in that content, myself included. And so what I'm doing is I'm sitting down with John as he kind of plans out an online curriculum for that kind of uh, mentoring and coaching. And, and we're sitting down and, and having an interview process because I think that works well and, and he and I seem to be hitting it off all right doing that. And so it enables him to create content that he can put out for, uh, to monetize in some way. And I get, the, I get all the information, so that's my payback. I'm getting kind of some free coaching going along. Should be really interesting. Uh, it's going to be a, a year-long, 52 weeks of, of content. Uh, we've only done two. And so far, it's been really rewarding. You know, another thing that's kept me really busy lately is that in the fall, every year, there are a series of zine fests. And I don't know if you've heard me talk about this before, but I'm really into zines. Zine is short for magazine. It is a creation. It's an indie publishing thing where people create their own publications, many times handmade, uh, always kind of a short run. Um, and they're small publications of flyers and pamphlets and booklets and books and comics and magazines that could be poetry, could be fiction, nonfiction, could be uh, political, could be uh, social, economic, uh, kind of socio sociological kinds of issues. Uh, very times, sometimes very marginalized communities will be speaking out in this way. It's, it's very rough, very indie, as I mentioned, and I just love it. I've been doing it for years. They've, they've been around since, I think, the 70s, when people were first making photocopies, and they could create their own content and uh, staple them together, fold them together, whatever, however they're presenting them. And some people are doing some amazing work. And so there are these zine fests, and there are several of them. We just got back this week from Austin, the Lone Star Zine Fest, and we had a great time. It's a one-day event, and we drove up to Austin. Uh, I think we made 150 bucks, which is, you know, great. And saw lots and lots of people. And it was, it was a great, great day. And we've also got the Houston Zine Fest. There's one called the Uncle Bob's Photo Zine Sale or something uh, that's more photograph-based zines. Uh, there's also one in San Antonio that I've applied for. I missed the one in Dallas this year, but I'll try that next year. They're all over, people go all over the country for these. Uh, I'm staying more local. But that's just one more thing that we've been able to do, keeping us really busy uh, because I had to create content, but stuff I really, really enjoy doing. And then finally, the, um, the other opportunity that's come our way is that uh, one of our collectors, Josh, works for ExxonMobil here in Houston, uh, actually Spring. And 
there's a, they have a huge campus there, a new uh, facility, several, fairly new. And they, have, they invite people to come out. They have a little kiosk where you can come sell your, your art, your jewelry, whatever. And they called us and said they actually have a store that is, has no occupant. And they're trying to fill it for two weeks. And it's right off the, the place where everybody goes to eat. And we get basically a store for free for two weeks at the ExxonMobil plant. Uh, and it's not a plant, but it's a, a big facility. They're office buildings. And it's like a city. <laughs> you can get your hair cut. You can go to the dentist there. You can do all of these things. And you'll be able to look at our art. So that's another exciting thing that we have to throw together, you know, right after the, uh, the exhibition, the solo show. Uh, but it should be really exciting, and we'll keep you posted as, as we get that together. Um, we're trying to think of some exciting things we can do to make that a success as well. So that's kind of what's going on with me. I've been really busy. I hope you're being busy too and, and getting a lot of that fourth quarter energy into your art business. I hope you're making lots of money. This last quarter can be very successful for lots of people. Some people make their entire year, um, their entire year's income off these last two, three months. So um, keep at it, keep creative, and I'll talk to you real soon. Bye now.